Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Orient Raven Read with me. My name is Tessa, and this week's book is The Velvet Promise by Jude Devereaux. I really hope I'm saying that name right. All right, so this is a historical romance. Um, there's some cheating. There's some other woman drama going on. There's just a little bit of everything. I'm going to go ahead and give a trigger warning for swearing because I will be swearing in this episode because this hero is a dumbass. All right, so jumping right in. Our hero's name is Gavin. Our heroine's name is Judith. Um, I really like Judith. She might like she's up there with my favorite heroines. Anyways, so um Gavin is in love with Alice, who is this manipulative other woman, but he's an idiot and like literally everybody's telling him that she is manipulative and a whore and that she sleeps with all these men and that she's not innocent or any of this stuff right but he doesn't listen so he wants to marry her um <clears throat> her he asks her dad her dad says no um what you find out is like Alice is actually controls her dad because her dad is a drunk and she told him to say no so um she tells him that she's going to be marrying this other earl because she wants to marry the earl because he's rich but she's like lying to him and telling him that you know she um that she doesn't have a choice so they sleep together and everything she has convinced him that she was a virgin when they slept together but he even says he remembers it and he's like she didn't seem to be in any pain but like i said gavin's like a complete idiot when it comes to alice so anyways he's like really mad when he finds out about this and um He's pissed. They end up having sex that night. And he ends up, like, has this internal monologue about how he thinks it's weird that she will never, like, she doesn't want any foreplay. She doesn't want any sweet, soft nothings whispered. She doesn't want to cuddle. She just wants to do it and be done. And, like, she likes the violence. She likes violence. So, like, I feel like Alice likes um, a little bit of sex with a lot of violence. Like, she's, you'll, you'll figure it out the more I tell you about this book. But anyways, so they do that. They run runs off she tell he tells her that um <clears throat> sorry you guys that he has been propositioned to marry another woman which is judith okay so judith's dad is a wound beater an alcoholic he is just an awful awful person um he beat her mom regularly um he used to hit her and stuff until she, his mom her mom begged him to send her to like this nunnery where she um, you, not to be a nun, but to learn how to be essentially like there's people in charge, like women in charge of estates that never get married. And then they just work at like the nunnery and then like they're in charge of ledger. So she's pretty much learned how to take care of large estates and doesn't know really anything about being a wife because she was never supposed to get married. Well, all of Judas, all of Judas half brothers have died. So he, um, offered her marriage to Gavin because even though Gavin isn't rich he his family is known for being like strong fighters and very prideful and they give they have lots of boys so he wants that marriage Gavin's not going to doesn't really want to do it um his brothers pretty much tell him like just you know just do it or whatever and he's talking about Alice and they're all like you're an idiot like like why do you why why do you fall for Alice right like, every, don't you know what people say about it? Every time anybody insults Alice, he's like, how dare you? Don't you talk about her that way. You don't know her. She's a gentle lady. Right. Anyways, so, um, back at Judah's house, he's all like, um, her dad had up in her and 
her mother's there and she's saying that she's gonna get married and she's pretty much like uh hell no i ain't getting married like no because like the one thing about judas is like she you can hurt her and she don't care like hit me beat me starve me whatever i'm not gonna bend to your will well unless you threaten someone she loves so She's like, hell no, he hits her and she just looks at him with hatred, not fear or anything. She's like, that's all you got? So then he takes her, her mom and just straight up breaks her mom's arm, like just like breaks it like a piece of wood. And so, you know, at that point, Judas knows she's, she's stuck between a rock and a hard place. If she doesn't go through with it, then her mom's just going to get tortured more and more. So she's like, okay, fine, whatever, I'll do it. She's not happy about this, obviously. Um, so then Gavin ends up sending, like, a final marry her, whatever. But then instead of going to meet her, because he doesn't want to marry her, he's doing it for a state, he sends his brothers. And his brother's trying to tell him, like, this, you can't do this. Don't start your marriage off this way. But he doesn't listen to her. So, whatever. So the first time they see each other is at the wedding. Well, her, his brothers play this trick on him and say that they saw, that like, she's super ugly and that she's just this disfigured woman. And so when he sees her... He's, like, immediately in lust with her. Like, holy crap, look at this beautiful woman. Like, okay. So, and Judith is kind of thinking the same thing. Because, you know, Gavin's handsome and all this stuff. So, she's thinking, maybe it won't be so bad. Maybe it won't, you know, be horrible. So, they get married and everything's going good. They're having this good, like, wedding ceremony. And they're, like, flirting and they're kissing. And they seem to, like, they're like, oh, man, this might not be so bad, you know. And then um, Alice comes to the wedding. And she immediately can tell that there's something up with this woman because Gavin's acting weird, okay? So, he disappears at the wedding feast and she finds him in the garden with Alice where Alice is being her usual manipulative self and is, like, telling Gavin that nothing has to change. And he's like, we're both getting married, things have to change. And then he says, she says that if she, if he, he makes, she makes him promise to not love his new wife, that he will only love her and if he, if he doesn't do that, then she will kill herself and so Gavin in his mind thinking like this is a small thing to say to just like vow to never ever love my wife so that Alice my gentle lady right <laughs> freaking idiot won't kill herself so he does that he vows that he'll never love Judith that he will only love Alice so Judith like Alice leaves and stuff after they kiss and then Judith saw the whole thing and just starts clapping and she's just like wow that was such a good show. She should be an actress. Like, she would do really good on stage. And so she gets into it with Gavin. And Gavin, of course, like, he is in the wrong 100%. But instead of feeling guilty or like he's wrong, he's like, how dare you spy on me? How dare you? You you wench, how dare you? And then she says something mean about Alice and he hits her. And then he instantly feels bad that he hits her. But whatever, he hits her. And she pretty much vows right there. She goes, you made your vow and make a vow I'll make my own vow. I will never willingly give you anything. And so, whatever. So then that night happens and he straight up like rapes her on their wedding night. He even admits that. And then the second time they, like he had, ends up, they end up having second, sex the second time that night. And it was like, he felt bad and knew that he shouldn't have because like she bled. And then he thinks to himself, Alice didn't bleed. And like, and that should have been like his first, like in his mind, like he shouldn't he be thinking like, okay, Alice was a virgin. It didn't hurt her and she didn't bleed. But I just slept with my wife, who <laughs> did bleed a lot, and she was obviously in pain. But nah, not him. No, he, he, he can't connect the dots. Anyways, so that's going on. And then they end up having sex a second time, and 
she enjoys it that time apparently i guess she miraculously healed and was not sore moving on so the next morning um they're still in this like lust hate type thing right because you know the glor like the I guess the newness of the marriage, the marriage in 24 hours were at war off because she saw Alice and, you know, she heard that vow. So why the hell would she want to be around him? So, you know, they're doing games, they're doing tournaments and stuff. Um, a man's talking to Judith. He accuses her of being a whore. Like, I just don't get it. Like, he's like so quick to just like judge this woman and she's done nothing, nothing to like warrant him like being a complete dick to her. Right. Okay. So anyways, um, they're doing a tournament, they're doing all this stuff, they're kind of, like, getting along because he's staying away from Alice, whatever, he ends up kissing her at one point, um, but, well, he kisses her twice, okay, so then he's doing a tournament, he's, um, and he ends up getting hurt, so she goes there, Judith runs to see him, and they were having a good day that day, he, she gave him a favor to wear, so that, like, to prove her love for him, or whatever you want to say, not love, but affection, and so she comes running to the tent because he's hurt and she gets there and she sees him with Alice and Alice kisses him and she walks in on the race and so his brothers are instantly pissed like Rain is one brother Miles is another brother and then he has another one that's Steven and they're all younger than him um Rain is just like you freaking whatever like dick okay so then he passes out so he can't rail at him so then Alice is smirking like ha 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 and Rain takes her and hits her and then she smiles at him and it turns her on and he's like absolutely disgusted. And that's what I say that Alice likes a lot of violence and a little bit of sex. Like she's just all about the violence. And so he like throws her away and says, come near me again. And like, I'm going to kill you pretty much. So Rain, like everybody knows what's up with Alice except for Gavin because Gavin's an idiot. So obviously Judith's pissed and she's really upset because she's thinking like, I don't want like, you know, I don't really want to do this. You know, I don't want to have to, I have to put up with this for the rest of my life. Like, this is ridiculous. So then Gavin goes, like, he owes her apology. He knows he owes her apology. But instead of, like, apologizing, like, he goes to talk about it to her. Because he didn't call Alice there. He doesn't even remember being there. His last thought was that he wanted his wife there. And Alice showed up, kissed him, made that whole scene. Okay? But still, that wasn't Alice's fault, you guys. It wasn't. Anyway, so, um, instead of apologizing all this, like, so... Juice being really cold and she's like yes sir whatever you say like she's not putting up a fight because she's kind of just like this is my life I kind of have to put up with it and so he really doesn't like that so as a punishment to her he they go home that the next day and he just dumps her at their at his castle or his whatever his home and uh takes off and in his mind he thinks that he'll leave her there by herself and she won't have, she'll feel so upset and she'll have nothing to do because he doesn't realize that she knows how to run estates and stuff like that. So, you know, she just gets to, gets right to work, like writing some stuff that needs fixed, you know, running the place, doing all that stuff. And he's thinking that she's going to be sitting there crying because she has nothing to do and she misses him. I don't know why she would miss him because she really, he really hasn't given her much to miss. Well, while he's gone, his brother Reigns ends up breaking his leg and he shows up and Judith helps him. And that's when Reigns gets to know Judith a little bit better and they become pretty close. And they're, um, and, uh, he asks where his brother is and she tells him he's not here. He took off. He's probably like, you know, I don't know where he is. Like she's thinking he's with Alice and Reigns even thinking he's probably with that whore Alice. <laughs> so her and Reigns become really close. And then Gavin comes back about 10 days later 
and sees them playing chess together and like he instantly accuses Judith of whoring for his brother and his brother's just pissed and um so they kind of get into it and she's he's like why are you so awful to her like Judith is amazing she's like a perfect wife like what's wrong with you and um he says to him, like, oh, you don't know. And he's like, I love Alice. And he's pretty much telling him, like, you're the only one that doesn't realize Alice is a bitch. So that makes him mad at his brother. And then, <coughs> sorry, guys. And then um, uh, he tells him that he'll be leaving soon because Rain is actually starting to develop feelings for Judith because he really likes her. And he, like, he tells his brother, like, I can't, I've never seen a woman work as hard as she does and as smart as she is and all this stuff. So he just really likes her. So he's going to take off. Well, he tells his brother, like, you know, you should try wooing her. Like, you don't ever say anything to her without criticism. So he, you know, insults her a few times and then he decides that he's going to woo her back to her, his bed. That he's going to have judith in his bed and then alice in his heart i'm not kidding you that's what he thinks like i said his point of view really does not endear you to him so um judith kind of like ignores him a lot and kind of just does her own thing and then uh they get into a few fights and she holds her own pretty well and then he decides that he's gonna woo her back right so he takes her on this like ride and he gets her a horse and then like during all of the they have um and all the, you know, he's, he doesn't want to force her to, in his bed. So, that happens. And then, uh, in the middle of him wooing her, he gets, or, so he's wooing her, it's going good. Uh, they're in the rose garden, then he gets this message, message from, Stable Wishes, it says, the urgent message. Okay, it doesn't say who it's from. He won't read, he's like, you can read if it's so important. He tells Judith, and he has to throw it on the ground, and it's a message from Alice. So then it sets him all the way back again, because she's pissed. She's like, fuck you, I ain't doing this. So she starts ignoring him again. Well, then, um, they get another thing told that the guy that he accused her of flirting with at their wedding has kidnapped, killed his killed her dad kidnapped her mom and is holding her mom ransom essentially telling gavin like i want judith like she was promised to me before you which is a lie but he wanted he wanted her when he found out how beautiful she was so gavin says he's gonna go you know essentially get judith's mom back and everything and um so that night she goes to him because he also the guy's trying to say that it, there's grounds for divorce because they haven't consummated the marriage so judith in her mind's thinking like screw you you don't know what's going on in my bedroom so she goes and she sleeps with gavin okay so he's gone for a while trying to get um hit you know get judith's mom's back judith has found out that she's with child um gavin gets betrayed by one of his men and uh they take him into william's the Maris's castle or whatever Right? I'm not quite sure how they think this is going to go down because, I mean, Gavin is a favored person by the king, so it's not going to go over well anyways. But anyways, so Gavin gets taken um, prisoner and he's put in this tiny little thing um, where it gets back to Judith from his um, main dude person in charge, I guess. And another, and a couple of his other guys have went to his brother Stephen in Scotland. I believe he's in Scotland to ask for help okay so judith thinks you know what i'm gonna go there and he's like what are you gonna do and he's and like um the guy's like so the guy john is um 
master at arms or something like that. It's like, what are you going to do? And she goes, I don't know, but a siege would kill him because they would kill him if we went to, if we tried to break in. Like, this is our only chance. So she goes there, essentially. She plays this, like, abused wife that hates her husband because she wants to find Gavin and rescue him and her mom. So she goes there. She finds Gavin. He's in this, like, little, he's in this pit, and it's awful and disgusting. And he, she smuggles in food for him and water and all this stuff. And he tells her that she she's stupid for coming for him and all this stuff. But then they're on good terms. And he's like, you got to play the part, okay? Remember this, you guys. He tells her, you got to play the part. You can't let him know what, you know, what he, you can't give him what he wants and you have to play it aloof. So she's only there for like a week, right? Well, William or the mayor's, whatever the hell you want to call him. He has this, his guy, his confident guy, Arthur, who is pretty sure that like Judith is playing him. So he tells him, all right, um, if you let's prove let, let, let Judith prove to you that she doesn't care about her husband. So they bring him from the pit. He's disgusting. He is the I man. He, he like he has lost weight. You can tell he's a little good. So they're like if you she runs to him like that means that he loves like that she she cares for him. If she doesn't, you know, then she doesn't care for him. I guess, right? Like men, stupid. Anyways, so what is she supposed to do? So he shows up and she smiles, you know, because what is she supposed She has to play the part and she throws wine at him. So then Gavin gets pissed. And then she, so then in his mind, Gavin all of a sudden decides that Judith is in love with this guy that kidnapped him and that he's betrayed her. And I'm just like, Gavin, how fucking stupid are you? Like you are a hell prisoner. She has went here to save you. She has went, went, like willingly went into a pit to feed you and make sure you don't die. You tell her to play the part. She's playing the part, but now she's a whore that has betrayed you. Like, come on. So anyways, his brother Stephen sees this whole thing go down because he has snuck into the castle. He grabs Judith by knife point. They get into this, like, fight where he's all like, oh, you're a whore for Damaris. And he, she's like, you're as stupid as your brother, you know? And then so she's, like, going off on him and she says that she's pregnant with, you know, Gavin's baby, that she just wants to save him and that... You know, she was just trying to help. So then Stephen believes her. Like, everybody believes her. But, like, Gavin, I was like, I don't understand. So um, she goes to see Gavin that night. And he's, like, cleaned up. He looks better and everything. And she, he's like, no thanks to you. And I'm like, it is thanks to you, her. She, she's the only reason you're alive. Like, what the hell? So um, Arthur, the lovely confidant of Damaris, like, sees her escaping his room. And then he knows that they're pretty much screwed and that there's probably it a ploy to overtake and to rescue them so he wants to be on their side so he, she says if you get us all three out well all four technically because there's john his master at arms her mom helen her and gavin then i will give you like a quarter of land for yourself so he's like okay well of course a maid has to over here and she's like "Ooh, i bet you the master will give me money if i rat them out right so she goes and like rats them out and he pretty much whips his master, his confidant to death brings Judas in there and he's like, so you don't love me? And she's like, no, I don't love you. And he's, she's like, he's like, so why would you come here for him if you don't care, if you do not love your husband? And she goes, because he is my husband and I will protect him. And I had to try to save him. So they bring Gavin in. Um, the whole scenario with this whole scene is, is like, you can tell that Judith is not willing and that she's trying to protect Gavin, but Gavin's like so conceited and full of himself that he's like, you whore, you betrayed me for your love or you love him. And it's like, 
she's never once like shown hit this guy like affection except like she threw wine at gavin and said that it made her happy to see him like that and it's like again she's playing a part she's the captive herself and so she ends up killing him because he tried to kill gavin and she's like naked at this point because um damaris has like cut her clothes from her and said that there's a baby in her belly that's his and it's not and gavin believes this and like throws um william's tunic at her and says like it's only fitting you wear his clothes well then of course steven and rain like break down the door and they go and they help judith and judith is like crying and stuff and rain has her and like she's saying i killed a man and killed a man and like this whole time gavin's still just sitting there being a complete prick like saying that like i don't know like i don't know what was going on in his mind but like right away his brothers don't believe that she has that she betrayed him they believe that she went there to save him and they tell him that and then he's pretty much like the harlot has bewitched you as well Stephen. <laughs> he's like horrible judge of character you guys horrible okay so i'm not sure why this is going on but in another area alice has married that earl well the earl had found out that like the earl always knew alice was a whore and was sleeping around court and she he had her follow so he only actually married her because her father owned this tiny piece of land in the middle of his land and if he sold that to someone else or gave it to somebody else then it could weaken his his kingdom of or whatever you want to call it and so he married her for that he doesn't want to be with her he doesn't want to better he just you know he uh he married her for that so he is a mean man he's a cruel man him and alice kind of suit each other if you think about it so he has um a mistress or i wouldn't call it mistress he has a maid that he rapes he almost kills there's this like music guy that alice had brought to the castle to sleep with it's a whole like scenario where i don't really know why we needed to know about him falling in love like the music guy falling in love with the alice's husband's maid mistress whatever you want to call her but he does and then um they find out that um <clears throat> Essentially, he betrayed them because he thought that his mistress was dead and the music guy was keeping her hidden. So she kills herself because she doesn't want to be with out um, the music guy. And then the music guy, and she thinks the music guy's going to get killed. So then um, what happens is so he dies. So the music guy doesn't die, but it's all like pissed off that his woman got killed herself to get away from the Earl dude. So he goes and kills the Earl dude. Alice sees it, says... Thank you, you freed me. And she decides she's going to go to court and she's going to win Gavin back, okay? So that's the only part, important part about it, I feel like, is that the guy kills her husband and now Alice is a widow and she wants Gavin back. So back to Gavin and Judith. So now they're on their way to court because they found out that they're supposed to go to court. So um, Gavin's being a dick. His brothers are pretty much telling him, stop being a dick. Um, he finally decides... He finally, I guess he figures out during this point of view that he doesn't really love Alice, that he actually loves Judith and that he can't even really remember Alice or anything. Like, can't think of her face and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So, he pretty much just tell he accuses Judith of the baby she's carrying being Damaris's. And I'm just kind of like, you are really an idiot when it comes to women. She was captive for a week. Obviously, it's not that dude's baby. How stupid are you? Whatever. Judith is not going to correct him because she's sick of his shit. She's like, you want to believe that? Believe it. I don't really care. But he's all like, I'm so gracious that I don't care. I will love you anyways. But he doesn't say that. He just says that he'll keep her as his wife. 
So he says, the past is in the past. Let's just move on. So they're actually getting along. Um, he tells her that he believes that she went to the castle for um, honorable reasons. And whatever happened after, they could just leave in the past. So they're getting along. They're sleeping together. They're doing their thing. Um, Gavin has realized that he loves Judith. He hasn't told her this yet, obviously. They get to court. Um, <clears throat> who do they see first? But Alice, who makes this big grand entry. Okay. Um, obviously, Judith is upset because um, Gavin is, like, staring at her and kisses her hand and everything. And so then she goes over to his brother, Stephen, and they're walking and then... You find out through Alice's point of view that she's pissed because, yeah, he kissed her hand. But as soon as Judith wandered off, he followed her. So they go up to bed. They're doing their thing. They're still happily married. Alice is pulling some strings trying to get Gavin to notice her. And he says to her, like, Alice says, Yo, you can divorce her. You can know her. We can be together. And he says, right, tells her, Alice, I don't love you anymore. And I love Judith. And I'm not going to divorce her for any reason. Alice is pissed. She almost lets her sod down so that Gavin sees the real her. And then she says, oh, well, you give me a goodbye kiss. And Gavin's like, of course. So he meant it to be the sweet kiss. She, like, sticks his tongue in her mouth. He's actually repulsed. His point of view is, like, he is disgusted by this. And he thinks, like, he's he feels relief that he doesn't have to deal with her anymore. And she's all, like, shocked that he doesn't want her. So we go back to Judith. Well, Stephen has to go and marry um, a, a, a chieftain in Scotland, okay? And so they get drunk together the night, and where Stephen pretty much, he's like, I can't believe she's, like, carrying his baby or whatever. And Stephen's like, yo, moron, it's your child. And he's like, no, but she's, yes, it is. Judith told me it's your child. Like, why would you not think it's your child? Like, idiot. Everybody is smarter than Gavin, I swear to God. So he's like, oh, my God. I'm so excited, or I don't know, whatever the hell you want to say. But they're both drunk, so he stumbles upstairs into a bed, passes out. Okay, some maid comes and gets, not not Judith's maid, but a different maid, comes and gets Judith and says, like, Gavin needs to see you. So she goes and finds him, and she finds him in bed with Alice, who is naked from the waist up, I think is what they said. Or maybe it was the waist down, I don't know. She's half naked, Gavin is all the way naked. And she, in her horror, backs away, upset, and then she falls down the stairs. Gavin wakes up from his drunken stupor, sees Alice in bed, is like, what are you doing here? Here's commotion, and Alice is all like, can't believe that he's not falling for this. And he actually, in his point of view, he's thinking about how disgusted he is and repulsed he is by her body, and he doesn't know how he ever found it <laughs> desirable. He goes down the stairs, Judas down there, he can't figure out what happened and then he looks up and realizes that Judith saw him in bed with Alice and fell down the stairs. She loses the baby. Judith is like beyond pissed. She is so angry. Like Steven's pissed at Gavin thinking he cheated. Gavin's like, I didn't cheat. They find out that, you know, Alice set this whole thing up. He still is not pissed at Alice. He's pissed at Alice, but he still doesn't blame her. He's like, she's a lady in love, whatever. Judith is like, Goes to the king, says she wants a divorce. She's only married to him because of Alice and all this other crap. Um, the king says, okay, you know, I'll call the Pope. I'll, ma I'll message the Pope. But he's giving them time to, like, come back together. So, eventually, Judith forgives Gavin. Gavin confesses his love for Judith, says that he loves her and that he's really sorry and that he messed up. Um, they talk a little bit about Alice. And then, oh, my God, like, he tells her... <laughs> 
can you not find it in your heart to forgive this woman who is heartbroken because she's in love like that's how cocky and conceited he is he that she he, she did it all for love and then judah's like she didn't do it for love she did it for greed because she saw something she wanted she couldn't get and he's just like can't you find it i will not and then he goes i will not let you badmouth a hurt lady that has already lost and i'm like you know what gavin i don't forgive that no i can't find it in my heart to forgive her i don't, I don't know i don't know whatever <laughs> see what i mean he's like completely dense so there's another knight that tells gavin like hey alice is up no good dude he's like this lady would never do that she's a gentle lady but they're going home him and Judith are still doing good, whatever. Um, Alice kidnaps Judith, and I don't know what her our, her plan was. She thought she could kidnap Judith, take her to her house. Gavin would come there, spend time with her, and fall in love with her again and get rid of Judith, okay? Well, she he gets there. Judith's like, um, he's like, where's my, he still doesn't believe his wife's there. Like, he doesn't believe it. And he's like, well, I have to go. Because you said my wife's not here, so I'm going to leave. And the knight's like, you're a fucking idiot. And he's like yelling at Alice. And he's like, don't you touch her. And then finally the maid says, she is here. You know? And so then he's pissed. And he's like, where's my wife? I don't play this game with you. And then that's when he realizes Alice is ugly. Because she always smiled with her mouth closed, but she has like really messed up teeth, I guess. And she does this shrieking weird voice. So she drops her whole saw talking about how his wife's a whore and all this stuff. And he's like absolutely repulsed by her. And the guy goes, do you now see what everybody else has been telling you this entire time? And he's like, I see it now. So she goes up. She's going to, she goes running after Judith up to where they're keeping Judith captive. Um, she takes a knife to her throat in this thing of hot oil. And she says that she will, he love you when your face is scarred from oil. Okay. They break in there. Somehow she trips, her maid saves her, and when she trips, she spill, Alice spills the oil on herself. Judith lives. Yay. Woohoo. She he tells the knight, Don't let Alice die. Um, she should have to live with her disfigurement. Um, Judith asks him where uh what are they gonna be what's to be done with her? And he says, I shit you not, guys. He says, She's been punished enough. Her beauty will not entrap any more men. I'm not kidding you. That is what he tells her. And then she says, and then Judith, like, it's like, oh, you don't love her anymore. And he goes, I love you. The end. I'm not kidding you. That's the end. All right. So, okay. <laughs> okay. So, I really did enjoy this book. It really infuriated me. Like, if I had to, like, like, Judith, five stars. I, like, loved her. She was an awesome heroine. Gavin, two, maybe. Two, maybe, stars. Like, dude come on but anyways so what i liked about it was that it was dual point of view because if you didn't have dual point of view you would never ever believe that gavin has any feelings for judith you wouldn't all right did his point of view make you like him anymore no it really didn't endear you to him at all it made you realize that he really was really freaking stupid like so stupid especially when it came to alice also like super mad that nothing happened to alice like she concocted a plan that made Judith miscarry your baby and she almost died and you're all like she did it for love like really really dude like I don't I don't understand like he needs to be punched in the face for that then she she kidnaps your wife with the sole purpose of killing her or disfiguring her and she accidentally disfigures herself in the process and you're just like she's been she's suffered enough are you kidding me what has she suffered 
What, 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 what did she do? I don't understand. Tell me how she suffered so bad. She didn't. Like, that girl should have been sent to court and went to the king and probably put to jail or something. I don't know what they would have done with her. Probably behaved her in the time. But, yeah, I don't understand. So, I gave it, like, I waffled between three and four stars, but I ended up really liking it, so I gave it four stars. But my issues with it were the abrupt, abrupt ending. Like, we needed more. Like, it just literally ends after he saves her. Like, I don't know. And something needed to happen to Alice. Like, I get that he wasn't in love with her anymore and I do believe that but he had too much compassion for this woman and she was just evil she was so evil like so I don't know so yeah that is the Velvet Promise by Jude Devereaux I really hope I'm saying the last name right if I'm not sorry Jude but yeah so def I I mean I probably would read it again it was entertaining um but yeah so that was this week's episode sorry it was a longer episode i guess i could have done a two-parter for this one but there's a lot to unpack in this book um next week's book is actually the substitute wife by dallas schultz we will see how this one is i haven't read it yet um until next time well actually i'm getting ahead of myself if you guys have any thoughts opinions or recommendations please reach out via email listed in the episode description or on my facebook or instagram page and until next time i will see you later